Okay. All right, good. Ready. We're going to stop. Oh, yeah, so I was talking about, like, sometimes I think you have to, like, take away your masculinity to lift up a female. It, it, like, sometimes it sucks. It's like, over the weekend, we know Tom Brady got seven rings now. Whoa. And I'm, and I, and I, and, you know, whatever. It's whatever. I'm at the point now, it's like, I don't like the dude, per se. I mean, I don't know why I wouldn't really, I don't really like him as a football player as much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you, it's just like I can't take anything away from him. You know, regardless of calls or whatever, like I, at the end of the day, you still got to go out there and and win, right? Or do it, right? Um, and so I, I was, you know, obviously, you know, I'm always trying to poke fun at at the Jordan fans. So I, I put up, I post one that says, like, post one of Brady, goat of all goats, or nah, nah, fam, is still Jordan, right? And then, you know, a couple of people had to go down the DMs like, the goat is Serena Williams. I'm like, uh, you know, and she, she, she great. She great. You know, she great. Um, and I don't, it's like, I'm not trying to take anything away from it, but it's like, most of the people who did that were female. And it's just like, okay. Um, one is a joke Two, You know, I, I don't, I don't want to take away what she's done, but I just want to know how close is the competition for her in compared to, team sports and the, the difficulty to win, you know, in a, um, cause I'm not going to take away anything from tennis or golf, right? That's definitely an individual sport. If you're at, you know, in, and what you do is your wins. Yeah. It's just that sometimes it is hard to win with so many moving parts like basketball or football. You know what I'm saying? Now it's easier most of the time actually to win with basketball because we've seen more often than not, in basketball, there's multiple teams that are back-to-back championships opposed to NFL, you know? I, I'm not even sure if the Patriots got a back-to-back championship. Some team did. It might have been the Patriots. It's, if anybody, it probably was the Patriots. Well, I know I know, I know. know um, Cowboys did. You know, that was in the 90s, right? The black and white days. <laughs> right, right, right. Um but I'm not too sure if the Patriots did a back-to-back. Like, it's difficult for a football team to do back-to-back. True. Okay, you know? I got a question. At what point do we start doing man versus woman sporting competitions? Is that soon? I don't know. I mean, like, I, I'm i pretty sure soon because, you know, women are going to want to do that and, and, and want that. And I mean, I, there are going to be women that are going to beat men. You know what I'm saying? For the, you know, it's just in numbers. There's gonna be that rare situation where there's gonna be women that are gonna beat men. Ugh. I just don't know if, if for the most time, the top athlete woman is gonna beat the top athlete male. You know, LeBron James versus, or who, who's the most? I will put LeBron up there to rep, straight up, even at his but, age. But even so, like so, I, like I'd be like so. If LeBron James, LeBron, LeBron would beat a girl or a female if they identify with the female physically, right? Um, but if I was going to put like a, a, a dude that would just mollywop most of the girls would be Steph Curry or Durant. Oof. You know what I'm saying? The skills is it's, it's too much. Maybe. I mean, uh, but to, see, how much would you be willing to pay to watch it like a UFC event? Well, well it depends on if the guy is going to take it serious. Like, like it's like it's a lose-lose situation for a guy. I've always felt that way, right? Because it's like, oh, he took it serious. Are you scared to beat, lose to a girl? You know, if he beats a girl, you're supposed to. If you lose to a girl, then you're the laughing stock forever. 
right? Even though the girl's gonna be like, "Look what I did," and I broke barriers, but people are like this motherfucker I lost to a girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, that's true. I agree. I agree. It's like it's really not a, a you know, and this is not the dog women. It's just not a good. It's just. It's, it's, this has it's been like an argument forever, though. They've yeah. I've, I've heard this argument on sports talk sometimes, and you know, comedy shit. It's uh, best man versus best woman in sports is always, you know, the physical is always going to be the determining factor. It's just by nature, in the sense of the you know, the just the the genetic makeup and how men are, just like naturally. You know what I mean? That always is going to play a factor. Um, I think in a lot of the, at least uh, sporting events, for sure. Like NASCAR, I don't see a problem with the woman being in the uh, uh, driving, right? Because I don't really see a physical, I, I don't, now, I don't know about NASCAR. I haven't really tried, right. but I don't know the That's physical good. difference between what a woman or a man can do while driving, right? I don't know <laughs> if there's a difference. I don't know either. You know, so I don't know if there's a difference, so I'll be the first one to admit to that. So I don't think there would be a change. Um I think certain sports like golf, they could be closer too, right? Because that's a more skilled sport, mm. you know, and it's about how you're you're hitting now. Most of the time men have more power, mm. so they're gonna get closer when they if they hit it well. But that's a more of a skill, which is like you know, how how's your mental game that day, you know? Mm. Um, and I can see definitely Serena just because she's a ridiculous athlete, Molly Whopping some men in tennis, you know sure. what I'm saying? Uh, ranked number one now. I don't know. I don't think it's Federer. It's been a while since I watched the uh, tennis. But whoever the number one player is versus uh, Serena's not even the number one player anymore, right? No, it's the. I think it's that that Japanese black girl or whatever. Oh, uh, you know Osaka. Osaka mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's Which right. Is, She'd be on all the Nike commercials and she, shit. Yeah, she'd be killing it too. She'd be killing it. But okay, uh, her versus the number one ranked. Player. I don't even know if that girl like. I only say this because the physical presence of Serena, like if if Serena was in her prime, I, I don't know if Osaka would even hang that much because like Serena was powerful, like her her swing was up there. Like the, you had a lot, of, you had the a lot athlete, of the girls, like, <laughs> yeah, It was like, the kinda, first time seeing like a super athlete in tennis, like an athletic. Like this is not to diss her, but it's like, a, yeah. it's like it's like make putting LeBron into tennis. Like, dang, this person, you know, because most mm-hmm. tennis players are usually skinny, but she was like, she was yeah. thick, she was strong, she had yeah. power in her legs. You know, she the athleticism, did not look like the athleticism and the power was something to see. Like, at least from a tennis standpoint, like that was that was like revolutionary. That's like uh, what kind of Jordan's physicality did to the NBA. Some people say this about fighting, like uh, John Jones. They say John Jones kind of has this. Ooh. Oh, John Jones. Sorry, I was thinking of uh, uh, was it uh, John Pierre? What was it? Uh, oh, John jo- or uh, George Saint Pierre? Yeah, like when I watched him, I thought I always thought he was the most well-rounded fighter I've ever seen. And He's like, good. like as far as being punching, Grant, like all that, like yeah. most of the time. Now, granted, I don't watch as much anymore, but. Mm-hmm. Being that I used to do martial arts, so you'd love that. When I when I used to watch, there, usually I saw people who win. They were so dominant in a p- particular section of you know, you know fighting. Oh yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh. So they'll they'll use that to, to their advantage. 
Yeah. Well, I thought uh, I think it's JPCR came, but yeah, I think I, I used to feel like he was able to do both, man. Like he like really well, adult. really yeah. well. You know, yeah. he is a good representation of I think what the idea essentially of MMA is, like actually fully integrated. Like I do can do all things and adjust on the fly and have different skills and techniques. He was one of the first. Yeah. But in terms of sheer athleticism, John Jones comes from like his brothers play in the NFL and he's the smallest dude in the family. And he just has this crazy athletic ability where before that does, that wasn't necessarily the case, especially early on. Like there was like, you know, like tank Abbott, you know what I mean? There was like some care. It looked really like street fighter. If you go back to UFC one, and you watch highlights of it, you're like, oh, shit, there's, Dude, like, Balrog, uh, there's Yokozuna, like, it's crazy. Yeah, 1994, I believe? 19, no, it was probably 92, 93 was the first one. And I'm just, I, I think I watched the second UFC, and I remember watching it and almost threw up by how the, like, when you're a kid, you're not ready for that brutality, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. funny games when it's on the TV, but when it's actually real, it was different. And I will always remember this white karate dude, like, Molly whopping this f- fatter dude like he did like this air punch like like he was scared so he was like I'm gonna have to just go at his head as quick as possible mm-hmm. and literally like people breaking legs and like you know there was no real there was rules but no real rules you know what I'm saying the early you know, UFC they're, they're, for sure yeah was they were no trying rules. to iron, iron out and then when I go back you know I, I'm not I'm not dissing uh, BJJ or whatever like that but when you go back and you watch it it was definitely set up to make their their martial arts um grow because when you look at it it was like people were not used to fighting a a person who would just choke you out it was just like okay we'll just punch and punch and that's how it was taught from a majority of the time right and then and then people were like okay well what if we can't touch us because a lot of the time they they weren't great punchers they were just like okay okay and then just take a couple licks and come in and choke you out with your own gi and and then that's to me, that's how Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu blew up because we were like, that became like the quintessential. I've heard so many times, in my my opinion, people talk about how that's more realistic fighting, and I'm and I've always was the the thought of like Bruce Lee was like, no, real realistic fighting is anything. You know what I'm saying? It could be anything, not just one thing. Mm-hmm. You know. True. I rambled I on about that, so I, you know I can get your opinion on that because, like, I feel like you probably feel the same way. But, um, I mean, when I study the the initial idea was truly for that they wanted to put the display on that their martial arts is the best display of martial arts because even before UFC, the family used to go out and you know do open challenges, meaning like anybody who's the kung fu master and the taekwondo master would test their skill all these people that you know i have the death punch i mean you could watch it on youtube it's a very fascinating watch to see the home videos of all them like yo these are like people that people wrote about and these guys go around millions of students type thing or thousands and they're like yo i am the grand master i have the death touch and he's teaching people and then the graces are like all right cool like well we just want to test our our martial arts versus your martial arts and then Every time or a lot of the time, it eventually would go down to the floor. The logic being whenever you see like uh, street fights or fights in general that happen. Um, most of the time, there's a couple swings and then it ends up kind of like a rustling to the ground situation for the most part is what you usually would see in most occasions. So the idea was that at least in the idea of jujitsu and the Brazilian style was. 
a form of grappling using like submissions and in favor of a smaller opponent using leverage. That was kind of their idea. Um, so, I mean, I think what the event did would put that out to the masses, but in turn turned it into like a actual sport of essentially what Bruce Lee was working on before, you know, before MMA came around. That's why a lot of people say, man, Bruce Lee, godfather of MMA in, in, in circles out there because it is taking the best parts of everything and, you know, you becoming the artist itself and, you know, fully, you know, doing your yeah, own parts. You know? Martial art with no form, you know? Yeah, even exactly. Though Adam, even though it was a form, it was called Jeet Kune Do, but it's like martial art with no form. Man, I used to be so into this shit, man. Like, hey, man, like, I'm it's a never too late, all. bro. It's never no, too no, late. No, no, I'm not, no, no, I'm not doing that now. And that was my health and how I can't, I, I'll get, one, I'll get my ass kicked. I don't have the energy to do it. You know, I'll just probably, I'll just be that dude wrestling a, a, a dummy on the side, you know? Hey, man, it starts somewhere, bro. You look strong, bro. Come on, man. I seen the muscles. You still rock they, solid. Thought you were the first dude to have like a little nugget on your arm when we was like in fifth yeah. grade. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? This one was eating yeah. fair chicken nuggets. I was like, I was like, yeah, jerking off helps out a lot. Cause. Uh, I just remember you had like a little nugget. I was like, yo, that looks real. Like, uh, I don't even know how Marcus get that. What he doing? Uh, I don't even know, man. I like even even though like I'm I'm basic. But like even when I think back when I was re- grabbing rebounds, I was like I was skying over people at that time at my height. You had a in, in very high you know vertical, very but, agile. Um, what was I going to say, dude? Like I and I bring that up about BJJ and, and UFC just because like we still we saw that at one point it was all about grappling like for a very long time, and then now as of late it looks like it's been like the pounders, like the people who just like knock you the f out, oh, has been it has been has been growing. Right, and and that's where like I think that's where boxing has lost its its touch right now. It's just like uh, UFC as overall fighting thing has grown a lot more, especially with our generation. While like like well, one I think I think the money in boxing goes to the heavyweights for the most part. If you have a strong heavyweight, then you're gonna have strong following of boxing. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of those guys now, it's like it's complete weird, like not weird. It's it's um, I guess it's now become a new norm where it's like now these heavyweights are like little like giants, like six, four, six, five people, you know, who couldn't make it into the NBA or NFL or something like that. And now they're like, we're going to box, you know, and, and then at times it seems kind of kind of weird because before then it was like either six, three, you know, to five, ten, Michael. Uh, Mike Tyson, you know, but wrote yoked out like people who've practiced their whole life, you know, and it, it, I mean, I don't know. I have to look again, but some of these boxers look like they're like, well, I just picked this up in the last 10 years or, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, cause they couldn't get, that's, that's how it feels. That's how it feels, man. I can be completely wrong, but that's what I watch it. I'm like, that's how it feels. And that's how it, it kind of shows, Yeah, you know, like people were talking about Wilder and it's like, yeah, Wilder doesn't really know how to, for some who follow the boxers, like he doesn't know how to box. He's just, he's just outpowered a lot of people, and now he had to go against somebody who kind of took the time to, to box, you know? Yeah. But he is one of the more followed fighters out there. Yeah, because when you knock people out, like, at the end of the day, like... I know. The brutality stuff is people love, like, knocking people out. While, 
while if you ask a boxing purist, what Mayweather does is is what like he's like he won. He he technically wins, you know. And but as a fan, like you know, as a fan or person outside of the boxing realm, the casual fan. You want to see knockouts. You want to see big plays. You want to see somebody dunking on somebody with their nuts on the back, right? Like, ooh, disrespect, straight up rude stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what is that a product of? Is that because we want to make money doing the sport? Because it's like when you were explaining it, it, it reminds me of basketball, right? Like basketball was more of a skill sport in its earlier days you could make an argument yeah. about. And then once it, it became, quote unquote, above the rim or it started becoming, you know, may, mainstream maybe or, you know, uh, that one f- person who has that dunks, you know, like, oh, shit, what the fuck? And then now it's like, oh, shit, you got to be seven foot, shoot threes, handle like a point guard, uh, Euro step from the half court. Like, I was like, damn, like, that's like the NBA right now. <laughs> yo, man. Football, same thing. Like, yo, six, four. Fucking 185 chiseled rock, 50 inch vertical leap, hands gigantic. <laughs> it's like it evolves to these things, you know. It evolves these things, and then and then I also think it makes it harder for people to be happy for these things, right? And this is weird, like this weird things, like we obviously we fall in love with the. Uh, the unfathomable, right? Like, whoa, this is grand. I mean, this is why superhero movies, yeah, superhero movies are killing it, right? And and comic books always like now comics are blowing up because you look at these superhuman art, super these comic book characters, and you know the women's boobs are really hot, big, and the, every every hero is rocked out, you know, bolt with the bowls hanging out or whatever, and it's just like so. I, and I I say that because what happens is you know. Once you're, you're never satisfied, so you push for more, push for more, push for more. And there's going to be a point where the there there's like minimal difference in the residuals of it, where you like you push so far that right now we're not seeing major incremental changes to 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 sports, you know, you know, right? Because right, you know, like like you said, like every guard or every forward now has to play uh, uh like the game. Before it was okay if you were just um. I guess some people say one trick pony, right? Like Dennis Rodman was a smart, great player, but at that time, now I mean he's great, so I, that's probably a bad, yeah, I was like, damn, bad, <laughs> bad suggestion. But like nineteen um, boards a game, that shit was insane. <laughs> yeah, because I, I should, probably, I mean, that's a bad one. But Charles I, 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 Oakley, I, Anthony Charles Mason, Oakley, that, that, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, Charles Oakley and Anthony Mason, they were just like you look back at it, it's like how do these guys really like compared to now? How do these guys get a lead? No, they just bruised the hell out of somebody. Like we need to, we just like, well, I'm too tall to play in football because my knees were getting knocked the fuck out. So I'm gonna go ahead and play this basketball and knock these motherfuckers out. Like you know what I'm saying? That's how it was. Oh, I swear to, I swear to Buddha, that was how hey, it was. That right? was the '90s, right there, man. That's right? that whole squad. I was like, when you look at their stat line, you're like, yo, like nine points, four, five boards, point eight blocks, point eight. And half of their points were like, ooh, rebound, put up, and it was just like, like, yo, yeah. you look so. Like I feel, I feel, uh, I feel like Steve Adams, Stephen Adams would dominate in that time. 
He's he's got oh, skill, shit. but yeah. but the league is different now, right? The league is different, so he's not that as important. But like, but even back then, you're like, how did Jock Vaughn get into the league? You know, it's like one of these these point guards is like, all right, coach, I'm gonna pass the ball. I can't hit an open jumper, but I'm gonna pass the ball well, and and I'm gonna feed the big, you know, like. Obviously, he was good. He would eat me up alive. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, obviously. Hey, Vaughn was in the league for almost what, 15, 16 years. But you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, so there, but there was people like, okay, as long as you do this well and you do it well, you know, really good, you have a place, right? Yeah. Now it's like, like, you can't, what? Like, yeah. now players are like, you expect me to read too? Oh, man. <laughs> That's just like, that's just a hard spot to get to. I mean, I don't know that level of competition because, I mean, them dudes be tall as fuck and the shit they can do. I'm like, that is impressive for sure. But yeah, uh, the I, evolution of the game, it's like, damn, the fact that every center can probably do a, a 2010 easy. Like, that's like normal for a center now, where before it was like Luke Longley, Bill Wennington. Like, you got dudes that do different things. This dude kind of is athletic. Okay, this is the rebounding dude. This could hit the mid jumper. Now it's like, oh no, I could I I could average thirty points, ten boards, ten assists. I could do all that as a center. Like, so Anthony Davis is like the 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 crib delicium on big man that's able to to do everything supposedly, you know. And so you know he grew from like six three to something six eleven or whatever. And even still, when I watch him as a Laker, I'm like, there's parts of me he's like he's kind of soft on certain things, and him hitting some threes during the playoffs last year, it was like, okay, I'm kind of pressed. But the big man that I really like, because it's not like I feel like he's trying too hard, he just plays within a game, is is joking. Like, when I watch him, he's like, he's playing within a game, but he's just that good, mm. you know? Where he's just like, ball, I'll fake the pass, boom. And it's not like I don't, it's not like I feel like it's being forced. Like, what I mean by that was like, Anthony Davis didn't start off that way, you know what I'm saying? How he plays now. This was like, okay, this is how the league is, and so he's going to force himself into taking these jumpers, and sometimes it doesn't look super clean, but it yeah. just goes in, you know? See, that's always interesting, because when you bring that up, I think about Chris Webber back in the days, because Chris Webber's game definitely evolved through his career, but, you know, injuries kind of made him that old-school, you know, like 18-footer from the top of the key guy, like a Carl Malone shot in his later years, you know what I mean? But he was still good. But when he first came in the league, it was like, damn, he was bringing up the ball sometimes. Like Nelly was running some wild ass offense. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he was like, he, you know, you have to give respect when respect is due. And I think he was one of the first big men to play like Usher in the new style because it was like it was it was hip hop, man. Like and I mean that in a in a in literal terms like he he was hip hop. He was like, oh, OK, you want me to do this? No, nah, we ain't going to do this no more. I'm going to do it this way as a big man. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go behind the back. I'm gonna clown people. I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna wear black socks, you know. And and that's how they that's how they try to play, you know. He was like, mm -hmm. I'm gonna do everything. Um, and it was just I feel like he was just being him, right? Yeah. And then you know you have Garnett that comes in, like I'm, when you look back, and I'm like, okay, Garnett, you're you know, six eleven, hella skinny though. So I don't know how well you're gonna do in a league because usually at that time you you would have a little bit more muscle but he still put in work you know he wasn't as in my opinion, opinion agile with the ball as as uh Chris Webber mm -hmm. but he was uh better footwork at the at the in a post than Chris Webber in my opinion you know he was good Garnett was and, good and, young uh, Garnett yeah. was good 
Yeah. Um, so, and Ty, dude, if you go back and watch like Tyson Chandler in high school, granted he was seven one. Dude, Chandler was dope. Dude, he was like, I was like, I was like, this dude. They like, he was pre LeBron. Like, I, I, you know, I moved to San Bernardino, and I remember going and watching. I think it was a thirty. 60 minutes or 30 yeah 60 minutes and he was on there and he was like yeah this kid's from San Bernardino I was like oh mm -hmm. and some people I played with you know knew him yeah. and I was just like I'm like I just I wish that he turned out to be what he was supposed to be mm -hmm. but that also goes with other issues that come with it you know mm -hmm. yeah. but but watching him in in high school you're like you know he was hit three like he was like yo he was supposed to be slotted <laughs> in at like small forward or some shit if he was he was he was supposed to hit his potential, he would have been better than Garnett, you know. That's the tricky but, part. But, That's tricky, you know. These guys project out, and then you just see some weird shit happen like that. It's so crazy, you know what I mean? So it's it's uh, I want to I want to say this is where this is where you're uh, you know obviously everybody's different, but this is where like the power of the mind really comes in, and I don't say that often because I I think there's a lot of different factors that come into this, right? Um, you know, the truly gifted people are going to change the game no matter where they go, right? Mm -hmm. They're that, they're that, um, they believe themselves that much. But I also think that you have to have a system that believes in you and lets you play the way you need to play, right? You, that works for you. I say that because what happens sometimes is when you get in there and there's a lot of pressure and then people, the moment you do something wrong, because people are, once you get into pros, it's hyper analyzed on every little thing. Like, Oh, he had a, he had a, how can you be a pro player? And you have a, a booger in the nose. How dare you? And you miss a free throw. You're whack. You're whack, 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 whack. It was like, and part of it too, like part of it is I'm like, yo, you shut the fuck up you go out there and play like this is like the the less than one percent people that are doing this right so you have that you have that get to the head then you get to a team where you're everything's new and then now the coach is trying to tell you to play within their system and it doesn't fit and now you're like okay i'm just saying i'm just painting pictures now you're like well let me just play and i'll try to do the best that i can so i'll just become a defensive player because that's coming easier to me and then you just accept that role you know and that's what I feel like happened with Tyson Chandler. I bring that up because I feel the same thing with Lonzo Ball. People, he came in with a lot of pressure from that was quote unquote caused by his dad supposedly, and people hated his dad, so in turn they hated hated him, right? While Lamelo right now is doing well, but he's he's also being praised higher, like like. When at least to me, and this is you know perception, when Alonzo came in, people were like De'Aaron Fox ate him up. That means he's better. It doesn't mean you be better. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's just that there's a certain section that he did better because people forgot that also Alonzo Ball beat Kentucky when there were when Kentucky was number one. You know, mm -hmm. and the team. So it's like, what do you what do you talk about? Okay, he ate him up. He scored more points. Okay, but. You know, he came in with a, a lot of this stuff, and now you're seeing this, like, like the confidence is not, like, I don't feel like the confidence is there. You know, it, you mm -hmm. had to change your shot, telling you how to change your shot, you couldn't do this, you weren't yeah. making anything, you know, and it just, things collapse on people. But mm -hmm. when you're, when you're praised, sometimes it, it, 
it makes it easier, you know, when people are like, oh, yeah, we're going to give you that go-ahead. And you get that go-ahead, and you're going to feel a little bit more comfortable about what you're doing, you know? I don't know. I, I want your opinion on Actually, I want your opinion on it because I kind of rambled for a long time. But I want your opinion on what I said about that. Oh, no, you're good. Um, the ball one is interesting only because I remember kind of tuning into them when they were in their high school run a little bit, just like off and on, not anything too spectacular, but I'd kind of visit it from time to time just to kind of check them out. Um, but the the way that they built their their following, like that was the first time I ever seen it like documented at least. You know, where before you hear stories like, oh, you know, you see like LeBron high school, you know, high school games and okay, but you're not seeing what they're doing at home and shit. Like with the balls, you're like, oh shit, okay, this is like they're calling their shot, like, yo, my son's gonna be in the NBA. And you know, it's kind of like this, let's so to speak, this drama series, right? Just it's good TV. Lavar ball, the ball yeah. family, what they did. Cause now you essentially have two of the three brothers. That were on this show since, you know, everybody looking at LaMelo like, oh, I remember you when you couldn't even dunk yet, like on the show. So now we've followed them all the way up. It's almost like uh, if I said the NBA was this, you know, network or this TV like show that's been running for 50 years. This is now the new uh like a new version of it where like full house, like all of a sudden, oh snap, full house. Because mm-hmm. everybody's starting to document their journeys you know, to these moments in premonition, like mm-hmm. fighters do it. Like everybody has this document once a lot of them do it after the fact. So just keeping that in mind, I'm thinking, okay, they probably have some other extended story. Cause I think to your point there, there's skills there. And I think the hype maybe might've got to them. I mean, it is tough. You would think at that age with that kind of, you know, pressure to be, the savior for the Lakers. You know what I mean? Like, yo, we got yeah. ball number two, like Magic Johnson. Like, oh, like Magic Johnson said that now. Now, Magic Johnson. And at that time, like they're like as much as people will talk trash about him, like a lot of teams had him high possible number one. Right. Who so, was one that year? It was Markel Fultz. Yeah. Right. Mm. And, and now he's kind of doing good, you know, or whatever. But, you know, whatever, like. Like he's still getting more of a pass than than Lonzo Ball is, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's like, but like when you look at all that, right? You had Stephen A. Smith talking trash about because you know Fox ate him up in a in a you know whatever, and I was like, okay, he got thirty nine, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know other teams still had him ranked higher, like Lonzo Ball higher. You talk about a player who's like. Well, we're not, you know, like his father said, we are a billion dollar name. Give us a billion dollar sneaker deal. Mm -hmm. So they buck the system and he goes in there, you know, following his dad, Mm -hmm. which is good or bad or whatever. They went in there bucking the system, said, we're going to make our own shoe. Yeah. Right. Get their own shoe off the ground Mm -hmm. and do all that. Magic Johnson believed in him, said, you're the next. All these people believed in him until it was the time not to believe in him. Mm-hmm. And now, I, I, to me, this is all I'm saying is like, I f- I've watched what he's done, and my belief is that this guy has done this in high school. Sometimes the, the best people, even in the McDonald's games, he's killing other people. He goes to college, and he's killing other people. And then NBA, I know it's another step, but the pressure is higher. Now you have constant like when you're a phenom younger, and people have to support you. That's cool. But now you're in the big leagues, and people are trying to like 
Like, they hate you because they hate your dad. They hate you because you wanted to go do your own shoe. Then they tell you you can't make these shots, you know? And now your 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 confidence. Now I'm just saying, like now your confidence is not there. And the good thing about the younger brother is that he he messed up. He did all these things. He went overseas. Um, he's actually having fun out there too. That's another thing. When you see him play, he's having fun. It doesn't look like Lonzo's having fun anymore. It's like kind of like his head is in a different space. But you see all the all those things now, and you're like, you can see why it's like all of a sudden it's like. Once people devalue you, you know, then then that can that, that it's like inception, right? It's like once you get that that thought in your head, depending on how deep the layer is, now it's hard to get out. Mm. You know, I, I don't, don't know. I don't know if you I'm agree, holding out. That, I'm holding you know, out for I, ball. I'm holding out for ball. I think his game I'm, I'm can translate. Out. I think his game can translate well. I think he has like a like you know how Jason Kidd kind of evolved his game in yeah. his later years. I think Lonzo, base if he stays healthy, I think it's in him. I mean, I don't think the projection what people thought. I don't know what people were thinking what he was gonna do when he came in. I I think people were thinking like yo triple double machine, or either like 10, 11 assists per game type shit. But I think his game can possibly translate to that but like you said it just depends on where he's at in his mental state being traded and then possibly his name being rumored in more trades i know that shit gets to uh you know play i don't know how much that affects them but you know i, I could see how on that the, could kind of hinder growth for sure on the court he's a captain mm-hmm. right like he yeah. lead, like you can see he leads as a as a point guard right and unfortunately his style of play as a point guard is is no longer valued in today's NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like the, like the past, like I get everybody else balls, the ball. Because most people, obviously, most people look at somebody good only mainly by like, yo, Damon Dallas dropped 40 points, right? And and when we grew up, the point guard, like you'd be more excited, like, yo, he just dropped 15 dimes, 16 dimes, right? And that was how ball is as a player. He's like, his whole idea is to get everybody you know the ball mm-hmm. you know and and being also because he was the older brother kind of that that leadership role mm-hmm. um and when i and i'm holding out because it's like i see it in him i'm like he's he's more athletic than than lamello right mm-hmm. he got more bounce and and you can see when him and zion when like last year when they were like on the same page it, it was like it was nasty mm-hmm. Um, I think another reason why he's not doing well, personally, is is uh, I I think Brandon Ingram's a vacuum. I think it's a vacuum in the game where he like he he got the Carlo Carmelo Anthony effect, where it's, I think we talked about this last week, but has a Carmelo Anthony effect where it just vacuums the ball and it it it, it like the motion of the offense doesn't free flow anymore once it gets mm-hmm. it, you know, mm-hmm. and it and it makes it it doesn't feel fluid. Mm-hmm. You know, but I like I still like I I still see it in him though. I still see that he could you know be a sixteen seventeen and eight assist point guard. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna come to the Kings. <laughs> That'd be funny if he did, right? <laughs> I guess the Kings I guess will Halliburton. get somebody. The Kings will get somebody. I think the the cycle. If I believe in the cycle, we are on the age of getting uh, a new version of a Chris Weber. 
some kind of disgruntled all-star is on our way soon. Especially with he didn't even want to, he didn't want well. to come to Sac- Sacramento either. He was like crying, crying then, on the then plane. He, he found out, then he found out that got the, they got that gushy, gushy, good smoke. And he was like, I'm on the play. And then mm. at the same time, like like we said, you know, lightning in a bottle. Then he got his his uh, hip hop version of of Stockton and Malone. His white friend come over who smoked more weed than he did. Oh man, I can't believe they broke them up, man. That's still to me, even though Bibby was a great player. Like I wish that that shit kept on going, man. That shit was the shit for excitement of NBA. Yes, you know what I'm saying, like. Like, like you, like you said about Ball and Lavar. Lavar was good for the NBA. I don't care what anybody says. His trash talking and all this other stuff and and the hype was good for the NBA. It made some people want to watch what was going on. I think he just captured right? a new audience, man. Yeah, he captured a new audience. So Jay Will and Chris Webber were literally the hip hop version of Utah Jazz. Like literally, like they, it was like the remix, baby. You know, like. They were, and, and like, how Jay Will, like, so underrated on the handles, not, probably not anymore, but at that time, you know, we didn't, I don't think a lot of people paid attention on, like, how nasty it was with it, oh, you man. know? He was, he was dope. The, the problem with era. him, the, the problem with him is that he was, when he was too sporadic at that time, that he wouldn't win games for you guys, because he would just do some off-the-wall you know, at that time, like, like now, now he probably good in the NBA now because Curry plays like that. Like Curry, the thing is, Curry makes these shots. So that's a different story too. Curry makes these shots because sometimes Curry, I'm like, what do you do? Oh, well, <laughs> jumpers that wet. I mean, that's the evolution of the game, man. I mean, shit. When I played NBA Live, all I was checking was threes or dunking. Like that's all Dude, what I was I doing. That, Ain't no playing no mid range. <laughs> like people, people are like I can't believe the NBA is like that. It's like no, we've been playing that for a very long time. NBA yeah. 2K. Like I created this player in 2013 NBA 2K, right? <laughs> and, and so, like the first thing I I made my player get good at was threes, right? I was like, do threes. And this is before the like, Splash Brothers really blew up. I was like. I think it was probably 2011, actually. So I'm like, okay, hit threes. And once I started creating my player to get good at threes, then I was like dunking, right? So I, because I, I thought about it, I was like, we'll spread the, we'll spread the, the court. So pretty much he was a more athletic Ray Allen. And then I had Chris Paul on the team, and at that time, Chris Paul, if he was on your team, like his boost was the assist. So if he passed you the ball, you had a higher boost on making threes, which made my, my, my player better. So how I used to do it was like, make sure Chris Ball has the ball and then pass it to my dude to hit a three, right? But that's what we've been doing for a while, man. We've been making like six, six players that dry and drain threes all day. And the, or even like big players, like okay, well, well let's go make the seven ten player who can shoot threes and, and can't but stop. That's, right? So that's what I'm saying. It's like it's just more of a reflection of what the fan base ultimately likes to watch. At the end of the day, you know what I mean. On all sports, I think with baseball, I think well, with football, uh, for sure. Like I think that's the case. Like look at football, man. There's I remember those that Rams and. Chiefs game from two years ago I recall that one went almost like the score was like 48 it was like a low scoring NBA game I was like what the fuck that's crazy to me but I mean that's people are like yo that was offensive 
spectacular fight. Like just they will alter the game to some degree to kind of pander to whatever the trend is. I think See, nowadays. Listen, I think. Let me, I just, think. Let, me just, let me just pat myself on the back because all they're doing is catering to gamers. Because <laughs> that's what we used to do as gamers. Like everything yes. that is going on in pro sports is because as a gamer, right, when you played, we saw these at the time unrealistic um, mismatches when you created when you created a player. Like I don't know, nobody can stop a seven six dude who can shoot threes and drill, you know. Yes. And yes. all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, it's like art imitates life, right? Again. Yes. You know, yeah. and then you're like, because because even in NBA games, you're like, OK, you'll run the ball, you'll run the ball when it was like an open gap. But you would pass the hell because it's like you keep the team, the team on the, you know, on, if you were good at the passing. But you keep the team on their toes, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's literally true, man. It's like, like okay. these players have come here. But think about it. These these players grew up playing NBA Live also or NBA 2K. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, most likely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they're creating themselves, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do that." <laughs> then they just start doing. It. I was like, "Wow, we really manifested this well, through, you know, just gaming." <laughs> well, well, and and uh, there's this book, uh, Malcolm Gladwell, uh, tipping. It's a tipping point. No, no, I think it's called Outliers. I, Outliers. So it's about like you know what makes extraordinary people extraordinary, right? And it's about the ten thousand hour rule. And what's what's going on now too in sports is that it it is more specialized in sports that like people are actually putting in time That's and true. work with their kids at a very young age yeah. to get wet with a jumper. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That. Like yeah, like we when when we, we when we when we played right, it, it's like we had to figure out how to how to hit a jumper. You have somebody teach you shoot, but then most of the time you were out there trying to shoot yourself, mm-hmm. right? You're just like, and not shoot yourself like that, but shoot the ball yourself, right? Yeah. And so, so what happens is, you know, also when somebody's already good as a kid or younger, you'll see, you know, you you seen this before. Okay, yeah, guys, all right. And then you'll you'll look and you're like, how does this kid get to be in the gym alone in high school getting to put up shots? You know, and and, and then it's like, well, he's good, so we'll give him a chance. And it was kind of weird. The things like, well. I'm not good. Let me get a chance so I can get in there and get some shots so I can get practice, you know, but they wouldn't bend the rules for a normal person. You had to be already good in order to get even better. Right. But I'm also saying that, that like you're having people who are actually sitting there and like videotaping you, analyzing your footwork, you know? But I mean, there is a lot of money invested in the sport, at least if you get to that point. But the journey there, I mean, I can only imagine because the story you said definitely I, I could see that being, you know, for certain, you know, cases all, all across the country, if not the world, where there will be this, you know, kind of effort to bring this child at whatever age to start, you know, grooming him to ultimately get there. But the chances are so slim. And, you know, I remember I used to watch like these uh, I used to look at these stat books, like college statistics. And it would be basketball ones because I'd be, you know, just looking at stats. I don't know why that shit's interesting. But you would see like, uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought now. God damn it. Stats, you would see players, outliers, maybe. Fart noises. Nike, black socks. Oh, what was I saying? 
God damn it. This weed is too strong. I, I really got say, lost. Man. Stay I off like, the weed, man. My mind, sometimes my thoughts just like, you know, because when I mentioned that memory, I thought about how weird I was just looking at stat books. <laughs> I was like, Oops. no, it's all good. Cause like, I think we were right there. I still remember I had this college book and we we're going through the history of college teams. And it was like, there was a particular chapter on a fab five that we looked at. I would like stay on fab five and read about them. Even though we keep forgetting that like the last UNLV team was the prefab five before the fab five, but that's a different story. Good marketing. You know? Good marketing. Good marketing. Good marketing. Yeah. Good timing. Good timing. Good timing. Baggy shorts, you know, all I'm this other you, stuff. I take the I take the uh what's it called? The Truman approach. I'm I see the NBA as you know, I've heard this before. People say like football's men's soap operas or basketball's men's soap operas. And when I heard that, I was like, that's just funny. But then when you look at it, you're like, yeah, it the, it has kind of become this you know, this kind of, uh, this, this world, like it's a, it's own subculture, like truly, truly subculture shit. You know, what's, you know, what's weird to me about that too. Is like, I'm mm-hmm. just saying hypothetically, like, what if it is rigged? Why are we so mad about it? Right. Like you, want, you go, you, you go, you go, you go watch, you go watch TV shows, right? You watch reality TV shows that are not really real. No. Nope. Right. We watch movies that like, there's already a fabricated ending right Mm -hmm. so what if it is just you know like hey we're gonna try to get you to win but you guys got to go out there and do it we're creating this soap opera right like hunger games like okay we got to do this stuff we're gonna make this a little bit more difficult right what if it is fake and what what's wrong with that because the reason i only say that it's like i stated i think i stated this like almost a year ago i said the nba is better when the lakers are good right and i say that it's it's only because it's not only that they're good because you have the bandwagon people who are who only know like oh I'm black Lakers right <laughs> it's like like ninety percent you know ninety percent of black people in, in California right I'm black Lakers black right love the Lakers true <laughs> right right but you also got people who are like oh the Lakers are good fuck them I hate them More I fans. hate LeBron More right fans. and so you're watching you're watching for the failure mm-hmm. of that group you know. Yeah. Like the natural hater hateration in that, and it's not mm-hmm. even like I'm trying to talk bad because it's the same thing with Tom Brady in the in, in the Super Bowl, you know, like oh Tom Brady's in or Patriots in, I hate them. I want to go against them. This, so I, you're this saying the sports is rigged? Is that what you're saying? I, maybe I mean you know like I didn't watch the Super Bowl this year. Right? You bring up a very good point. I actually agree with you on many levels because what you just said, I have been contemplating myself for quite a while now. It it just looks like what do you do to market more money to bring in right? Mm-hmm. Um and and then it like maybe they're like well, well I mean it is rigged in a way right because this is how I look at it every year they go to they go to they go in and they create new rules, right? They're like, okay, we're going to make these new rules, guys. No more hand checking. Damn, I'm going de- to defend this dude now. Figure it out. And then now on the side, I'm just playing this part, but now on the side, it was like, okay, we did. We took away the hand checking rule because Golden State statistically plays better when teams don't hand check, right? So we made this new rule to, to make them to push them that way. And then all of a sudden you see, because people were complaining about the Super Bowl. I didn't watch it, but they're complaining about like how Tampa Bay got all the calls, which Tom Brady's have always got all the calls. 
since the tuck rule, right? Since the tuck rule. And how Patrick Mahomes, they said Patrick Mahomes, like, ran almost 500 yards from scrambling. That's what they were saying, the statistic, right? Um, and the tension of him getting seven rings as a as a quarterback, right? So you do all that stuff. You know, I'm not to sit here and say it's not rigged. I'm I'm I I don't I mean <laughs> you know as if my team wins, I'm all for it. You know, but I mean, I, but like just, he said, I don't think people care. But I'm curious to know how many people actually might entertain the idea of it being rigged. Because my question is the referees. Because you know we always I've we talked about great, the right? exactly it's sports entertainment. I think we're venturing into this world where if these athletes are getting paid this much money, if you're a business, would you leave it up to chance to see who wins as a real competition? Because what you're really trying to do is, like you said, draw in like fans to watch. Whether if okay you don't like LeBron and then hate him, oh LeBron's on the Lakers, all the Laker fans on board, viewership just went up like a yeah, million it- points. A, a merch is selling. Merch is the, selling. The greatest name. Well, I mean, it started. Uh, it started obviously with Jordan. You know, uh, it started with Magic, probably Magic and Bird, but it definitely started with Jordan. Like it was like, get Jordan on there. We don't care. That's why even even you can argue that sometimes, like, you look back. First of all, when you look at the dominance of Jordan, like those are really close calls. Like close. Like go when when I was watching the 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 um. The uh, last dance documentary, I was sitting there like, like I didn't realize how close those games were and how close they were to losing, mm-hmm. right? So it wasn't an easy task. It was not like they blew out everybody, you know. But I can see how you know, you know, a lot of things were geared towards Jordan, you know. After he started getting fouled a lot, but, but we can't injure our our player. We That's can't true. injure our star. NBA, our star. He goes you know? down. NBA goes down. Yeah, if he goes down, you can't have that. He is so valuable. Yeah. So let's make sure we put him on the center stage. It makes sense. Or whoever's hot right it's now. Good you business. Know? That's good business right there. You know, it was it was it's like, you know, like Yao Ming comes in and you want you want to make sure you show showcase Yao Ming, you know? Yeah. I think it's good business personally. But yes, I have entertained that idea because my thing is this who are the referees, man? Like they're fans, they're people, they're humans, you know. Are they though? Because remember the Tim Donahue shit, and then you look at the old school like Dick Pavetta. These like these some of these guys were household names in the nineties, but they were old as ball sacks. Like I'm like, who are these dudes? Because who grows up to be like, yo, you know what I want to be? I'm gonna be a referee for basketball. Like I'm just, it's it, I'm not saying there isn't people out there who are dreaming that, but that's a very unique position to be in because well, it's kind of a you know, tricky kind of a there position people, to be in. There are people now because when they found out how much they get paid for the amount of work they do, like now, granted, being a ref is tough. It's almost like being a police officer. What I mean by that is like people are going to clown the hell out of you if you don't make but the if right you're getting call. Paid a lot I, of money. Yeah, I mean, because I think they pay. They pay like even if it was like because like football, it's a part time job. So like. They will fly you on the weekend. Like, just imagine you only you fly for the weekend, right? So you might have three days. You can work a normal state job or whatever, and be like, hey, I gotta take the time off for the weekend. I'm I'm refing for the the uh, over the year. And some of these refs get two to three hundred thousand dollars, you know. Or but even if it was one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for twelve or sixteen, eighteen games, right? 
and then you have the rest of your and that's in between when you're working your normal job but i mean is that something know? to be passionate about though it's like yo i like it's, i love football because i'm it, thinking it, to it, get it to be, that it, point you have to be like either handpicked or chosen to be in that little fraternity i think i think you have to be handpicking uh, you have to be handpicking you have to kind of love the game because i like because i also th- thought about like remember when we were younger and i i want to say at hair diddy they were doing um intramurals children's basketball thing and we had to be a ref and like i called the foul and the parents the parents were talking trash and i was like i was like do you want a ref like i gotta f- f- watch about five kids and just one of me and I, i'm saying this stuff at seventh and eighth grade talking back to parents i remember the coach got mad at me like don't talk back it's like look they're yelling at me when there's only one of me and i'm trying to call it the best i can but what would be the problem with just like doing it like street ball? Like, yo, just call your own fouls. Well, the problem the problem is, you know, the, obviously the problem is there's there's those people that uh, you breathe on them as a foul. You know, there's a per- particular person you know that'll call out. I'm not saying full names. I hate it. I hate paying against him because he would like he was good, but anytime he didn't go the way he wanted it, it was it was foul. And you know, you know, you might know what I'm talking about. But, but at some was, point, don't you think that the league itself would autocorrect that somehow, whether it be like some ranking system where it's like, yo, based on your foul calling, you can't be calling shit like that. Like almost like, have like, like you, a you, ruling like, no, you, nope. you, you get four calls for your own foul. And then after you use up all those fouls and the, the other team has to be honest and call their fouls or whatever. I mean, I'm pretty sure they evolve a better system because it's like this. It's like, why do why does professional wrestling still have a referee in there? That's what I look at the referee. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like, like really NFL like, games. Why are you here? Like, what is there? But that's the thing, it's though. So funny I think to your point, because they get to they can ultimately dictate where a game goes. Sometimes if you make an honest argument about it, in my opinion. And, and, and you know, and obviously, like in foot and I believe in wrestling, you have a I, like what happens is it's like I. I want to say I don't know if they always have the full on outcome. I think it's like this is what the outcome we want it to be, but based off of the crowd's reaction, we'll let's, switch let's, it up. Let's switch it up, right? Plan B. And and and, and you know because some of the wrestlers might be like this. Oh, yo, they're going for you, dog. Yeah, go ahead and hit me in the balls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, you know what I'm saying? They're like yeah. something ridiculous. Um, because I think I think what I was reading some things about wrestlers like there's some people who were mad at other wrestlers because they didn't go with the game plan yeah. they were just like nope i'm gonna try to win it myself you know yep. <laughs> yeah there's that shit yeah that should be happening because i, mean, I wanted to say that was like what goldberg was doing at first like yeah you know, he like, wouldn't he wouldn't squash he'd be like yo i'm not taking like, any bump he's like if you touch me i'm not even gonna act like i got touched <laughs> like oh yeah he was asshole. like and so and so and so they're like that's why he they, at first they were giving them all these like bogus like wrestlers like the lower end ones and that's yeah. how they're feeding up the the story of his run yep. you know yeah but like he when was, he was, he have, he like, was wrestling, matches? Though, everybody was making money yeah but but at that time i was like everybody like that was an attitude error right like yeah, true. you you know you you want to you know you wanted the the biker looking rough white dude. And then, you know, he had like, you know, the, but the white wrestling's dude with the like beard. that. That's what's yeah, crazy right? about wrestling. No, like, it really is. Cause it's like hella yeah. racist, but it's like, you love it. Like the iron sheet. The shit's not like you had, but it's Razor real though. But it's you it's had racist, Ramon. but it's real. <laughs> yeah. Razor Ramon wasn't even Mexican. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Wasn't even Mexican. But I mean, look, we, we watch TV shows but and we watch love, movies. No, Played by I'm, people. That's why I was like, it's. I'm, I'm it's agreeing all with you. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you, and that's that's why, like, I like, I think it's uh, like as I'm older, like, I think wrestling is 
completely corny, but I fucking love that at the same time, right? It's like some of those B-rated movies that you watch, that you watch, and you're like, like for me, my 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 B-rated movie that I love is those Resident Evil movies. They're terrible, but I can't help but watch it, right? So you're watching wrestling, and you know, like it's it's like there's some part, there's some people, some characters are really dope, like um, one who just passed away that was sad. I can't think of the the brothers, but they're um. They were like kind of like gothic-ish brothers that were um, like kind of hillbilly-ish. Oh, I can't think of their name, but one of the dudes died recently. Oh, That's yes. Uh, fuck, why am I forgetting all of a sudden? They had a dope intro, too. They, yeah, they were, I was like, yo. Uh, I, watched I them, thought I was he like, was the new Undertaker. Fuck? I was like, hey, this guy's they, nice. Well, the whole crew, the whole crew, they're like, you yeah. know, kind of like, kind of like, you know. Mask you, and you, shit and everything. They, and like, oh, because I, I felt like they... Dun, dun. they 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 made me feel like they were like a Mississippi, like Alabama, Southern like you don't want to like yeah. Southern, yeah, like, like blah, blah, blah. boys and like, shit. Yep. But she was like, you kind of roll with them. It was like, yeah, like I was like, oh, to yeah, me when I watched them, I was like, mm-hmm. when I watched them, I was sit there, I was like, why isn't WWE like pushing these guys? They're dope because they came out as a trio, you know. But see, and, it's and, it's not for the enthusiasts no more. It's for the populace, man. That that became a, a yeah. popular thing. Where when we were watching it, that shit was like a cult following. Like only certain motherfuckers knew what the fuck was going on. We would roll over there, NWO, motherfucker, DX. Well, well, like when we're growing up, and this is probably why we're still the way we are, right? Like when we're growing up, the popular thing was to not be popular, like to be a go against the grain, right? True. Like like you know you know like for real like. Like, um, oh, man, I'm terrible with John Cena was too pretty, too, too, like, too cool too like whatever yeah. for us to really like him. He was like, nah, man, let's get that gritty dude like who brings out Mr. Sokka or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Let's bring out let's bring out like uh, uh, the Scarecrow, a.k.a. whatever Sting or whatever, you know, I mean, who just stole it. Uh, let's bring out let's bring out Hollywood Hogan now that dyed his hair black all of a sudden. Like we don't know he was blonde. And then, you know, like and all he had was like three moves was the, like the leg extension <laughs> kick. <laughs> the most stiffest the moves. Boot, the leg drop. Yeah, the, the most stiffest moves. And yeah, he's like undefeated with those three hey, stiffest moves. But he moves. sells you on the character. That's what yeah, I think. No, I'm not ultimately hating that. Sports, just... But I know, but I think that's where I think sports is kind of taking their, their notes from. Because I think ultimately that's where the NBA, NFL, you know, all sports kind of want to be on that level. Where you are bringing in this fandom and this excitement and this doesn't matter if it's i think at this point people look at it as competitive to certain degrees and i don't know how much of it it can be but Mm -hmm. there is a lot of money on the line and i don't think they just leave that shit up to chance anymore i think it's a played out drama that just kind of possibly works out in one way or another depending on how shit goes but there's a plan i think and generally there's an idea with something going on in my opinion oh no i i yeah no i think i think like i said i think every year they come up with rules to try to get the most the star closest to the the whatever championship you know mm-hmm. as they can yeah. uh but i was just thinking even about wrestling and the characters and turning chill or, or turning heel and i was like i was like man i think i would have been a great antagonist because i used to lo- like you know how like <laughs> back in the day if somebody like hated me or and i knew that i'll just go even harder yeah. I, like like being the asshole or whatever. You had real like heat, I, man. You had real like heat I, back I, then. I like it. I started to enjoy to see them getting mad. You yes. Know? 
That's I called being healed. Yes. I was Marcus. like, okay, you mad right now? Then I'm going to keep doing what you got to do to make you mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, any emotion is good I'm a, emotion, I'm a, bro. Yeah, I'm going to make you I'm a, like, you. oh, you're going to hate me. I haven't begun. I haven't even turned into my final form to make you hate me. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what Ric Flair's legacy is built on, man. Everybody hated him, but they're like, damn, he's good, though. Uh, that boy good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like the the like the the um the hearts were actual wrestlers who had skill. Like they, they you know, when you watch them, like they actually, I was like, yes, they had skill wrestlers. Mm-hmm. They weren't they weren't just about the gimmicks, but they had the skill. Like no. like we're really about the 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 wrestling, you know. Yeah. Just like Ric Flair was too, but he also had the over top showcase because the the figure four is a painful maneuver. <laughs> you know what it is about him? It's his. Uh... It's his showmanship, man. He's like the he was he was a black good. dude dressed. He was a black dude. He was stealing from pimps. That's what it was. Because some of the stuff he was saying was yo. But that was white dudes back in the days. Yo, that was white dudes no, no, back in yeah. the days. Some white dudes were like, "Yo, I get down with you, brother." You know yeah, what I'm saying? I'm gonna dude, steal your style, but I'm gonna get down then. with you. Yeah, it was like, "I'm a, all right. I'm an alligator with with a hey, <laughs> like hey, woo. like oh woo, like damn, you like know, dude." People say people say Ric Flair is dope in the industry because he he always put everybody like over, meaning like he sold everybody's moves, whatever any he whoever he wrestled, whatever he would let them you know sell their shit, and he would be like, "Yeah, that shit fucked me up." That's why everybody in the industry, I think, fucks with him because they're like, "Yo, you, he put everybody over." Like you hate Ric Flair, but you love him because when he's like yelling and drool coming out of his mouth because he's oversold, it's like. <laughs> hey, but like, it's, it's real, real talk, emotion, though. though. Real talk. When I was at Comic Con, I I was like two times in a row. I sat right next to him. I went to this the place to get something to eat, and he was there. I was like, "That's Ric Flair, yo!" Like, like, yo, yo, if you're black and you like wrestling, like <laughs> that, like, like, like you. He, it was like he was he like he could have he could have been the first Eminem NCAA runner. How he acted like yo, hey, he got had da- the bro. gold real and the and the gold and all that stuff and how he talked about the women like that's what I'm saying. But back then, that's when it was like dudes watching that shit. You know what I mean? It was just like a do some dude shit. It's it just it was it's larger than life. You know, it's unrealistic yeah. and and to see like like in basketball to see these. You know, six five, two hundred and fifty, two hundred sixty pound men maneuvering, jumping off rope. It's funny. It's fucking hilarious. But then you're like, wow, this is like feats of strength, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's no it's no different than uh, the Gladiators TV show. You know, for a while, where like a normal person tries to go against the gladiator, and get the shit beat in. Like, what the fuck, man? That's true. Right. That's true. The but people is, love larger, uh, yeah. larger than life, which yeah. is which is going from what you're saying, like you know getting better is like people love larger in life and the, but there's this point where it's like now we're so grand for expectations that you don't even like reality you know you don't even know like like the real the reality like not everybody you know not everybody could be uh entrepreneurs millionaire entrepreneurs you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. because somewhere down the road you're gonna have to employ someone you know mm-hmm. and in that and then in that case that means that everybody can do it right not everybody can have all this money and all that stuff. You know, it's not to say that not to strive for it. It's just not realistic, you know? True. I mean, I think everybody just has their own thing. I mean, I think everybody has their own path. But when it comes to the stuff we're talking about right now, I'm thinking if you're of physical nature and you're athletically groomed for some of these sports naturally, 
like that's a very high disadvantage but that's only reserved for a very small percentage of people i, I mean i'm jealous because it's like i like you know uh you know it's all about nature and whatever right like being five eight 170 at max at one time you're you're overlooked on so many things you know what i'm saying well what about this though is it okay like I would assume that people that love basketball still play it regardless of the age. Yes. I, I yeah. would say depending on how much your love is. So I think that and how, and how many injuries you had. So I think that the NBA is doing its due diligence in gaining a bigger following in hopes that people, you know, play the sport at least. Cause I think people, obviously people who play ball usually watch basketball to varying degrees. So maybe the NBA being, you know, a popular sport in, you know, a good way is exposing it to more people to hopefully bring in a new wave of people who want to play basketball. Maybe. You know, yes. And, and what should what should increase the span of talent. Right. Because because mm-hmm. like so say, for instance, soccer in America, soccer in America for men may not be as good because a lot of the top talent. And I'm not trying to say that the soccer men are not talented or athletic. That's a takeaway. But some of the top athletes are not playing these sports. They're either doing track, basketball, or football. You know. Yeah. And 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 not even not even baseball now. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Baseball. So, the, baseball is pretty good. I've been keeping up with it lately because. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, like nothing. American American like athletes. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying like like because I feel like the, a lot of the players around the world in in baseball are good. Like you know, obviously you got the whole uh, Cuban, Dominican, Puerto Rican line, oh, right? There's but, a, there's a couple good ones right now, man. Uh, like well, Mike Trout is like Hall of Fame status, and he's like American. I think American, maybe Canadian, but I think American. And he's like been like Hall of Fame. I mean, but nobody knows who he is. That's what's crazy. It's like Mike Trout. Making, I, don't know no, I, I know he's Mike Trout. Is, I want to say he plays for Angels, right? Uh, plays for the Angels. Uh, I don't know what position. Uh, center field. Uh, okay, center field. Usually they, they say they put like the some of the most athletic people in Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Yeah, we all know. If you don't know who Bryce Harper is, then you've been gone for like 20-something years because I knew about him since like 2001, 2000 or something like that. I don't think baseball will ever be as popular as maybe as it was during the the home run years. Okay, so let me me rephrase that. Okay. Not because baseball in America, like when it comes to, if it's breaking out race, when it comes to white people, there's talented studs in america you know in america for you know different ethnicities in, in america it's basketball football or track you know and they're not as much playing baseball although when you do see it you get like a, a mccutcheon or i think same, same name wrong mm-hmm. who's a beast housing people you know mm-hmm. um yeah there's a couple good black players right now. Not a lot, though. I I, I agree with you there, where I think uh, physical talents uh, will usually go to uh, other sports. Uh, or baseball isn't as introduced to, you know, black communities as maybe it once was before. Because it's, yeah, and a, it it's very skill sport. Time. Yeah, you know what I mean? And to have the resources to, you know, uh, to do that. Is more than just you know just picking up the ball in the bat like well, you need to get some fucking center fielders you need to get a pitcher like, you get a catcher you know, we gotta do some things <laughs> like when I want to say like our grandparents like our grandparents and and I'll say my grandparents right like when they were growing up baseball was like 
ooh, like you want to be a good athlete, baseball, right? You, you want to make Robinson. a good living, baseball. There was like really re- well respected, right? Mm-hmm. And somewhere down the line, it turned more to football, right? Mm-hmm. And more to just basketball. And I'm just making, I'm just talking shit that's not even any facts. I, th- oh, I, think I thought once, that's what we've been doing the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, for real, but but well, I think once once things got into where like the black community started to really separate in in like the hood and the 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 middle class somewhere um, down in the city, I want to say that's when when different sports became more important. You know, mm-hmm. if you're I feel like if you were a middle class kid back in the day in baseball or whatever, it was just like that's what you did, right? Like, mm-hmm. and as somewhere like down the sixties and seventies, basketball became bigger, but it was also more influenced by kids that didn't have as much money you know what i'm saying mm, good point good point and and i i don't i mean I, i'm just throwing that out there because that's what it looks like you know when like you know uh you know if you ever heard about how the government supposedly pushed crack in the black communities or whatever and separated uh black families <laughs> i've heard of that uh uh i for some reason like baseball had a stru- a very structured baseball was a very for for the structured athlete at one time you know mm-hmm. so i'm just shitballing but like yeah I, I don't know where where it lost because i'm like I'll, i like playing softball mm-hmm. i don't really like pl- watching baseball unless i'm at the park yeah. but like when i was playing softball it was like all of a sudden you see why baseball is cool when you catch the ball and you have to be like you're catching the ball but you're also trying to pay attention to where this runner is going next so you're focused on getting the ball, then you're focused on cutting off the runner to stop the, the score or whatever, or stop, you know, advancement on the field. Yeah. I mean, baseball players make grip of money. So, I mean, the sport is definitely alive. I think it just, I think it has just more markets and then obviously a longer season. So well, bigger like, worldwide too. Like Japan loves oh, yeah, baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Bigger know? worldwide then, too. Yeah. Then, South America for sure. Um, like you said, Japan's huge. <laughs> Even uh, though, even though basketball right now like is well loved in China, which is the weirdest, like Yao Ming. Yes, Yao Ming, and I think that was a, obviously that was a start from it. But like, at one point they were saying that the, their favorite player was Kobe Bryant, not even Yao Ming, oh. was Kobe Bryant in China, right? And and I was like, I like even growing up, and maybe it's the Bay Area, but whatever, like. I talked to a lot of my friends in California. They freaking love basketball. I don't know what it is about Asian Chinese folks in basketball. Asian yeah, well, specific not, or just all Asian? Well, because like I would say, like I have Vietnamese friends, and, and obviously it's area specific. But if we call, talk about Sacramento, Jordan, on like Vietnamese or or Filipino or almost Chinese people, they love basketball, especially when you get to the Bay, <laughs> like. Like cultures blend there, you know. That's true. I don't know what it is. Basketball was just uh, had a good run for. I think when you said earlier the hip hop thing, hip hop and basketball, I think at that time were like really coexisting uh, to varying degrees. I'm not saying full blown, like how it is today. Today it's like oh hip hop on the opening sequences, hip hop everywhere. I mean it's more integrated now, but back then in the '90s, like the early '90s, that. It was like taboo and almost like 
subculture that was entering main culture in in its sequence because you would see you know like just bringing back the weber thing it's like hip-hop meets basketball the worlds are kind of marrying together mm. oh this generation loves hip-hop like the new players is going to be into hip-hop and yeah. now that's kind of now it's moving on to the next gen you know and when, and when you say that I, I now i just realized that also basketball embraced the hip-hop culture right because it's like we had to it was like majority black people right but then when you said that, I started thinking like, well, who represented hip hop during the time we were growing up? And I was like, King Griffey did. King Griffey was hip hop and baseball, right? But he was embraced, but there wasn't other players. There wasn't that many players like him. You know, like he embraced the hip hop. He was hip hop. You know, like people were like, I can't believe he's wearing his hat backwards. Out of, like people were mad at him. And, and that's another thing, too, because like as what you talk about baseball, there's like these weird racial undertones in sports, you know, you know, and certain things that happen where you're like, why are you so mad at, at Ken Griffey wearing his hat backwards when he's doing a home run derby? Like people are really fucking mad about that shit. It's the sport. There's certain, it's, well, but it's also certain cultural things too, right? Like the bat flip is now the most disrespectful thing. And it's kind of like this weird, that's probably why I don't like baseball on certain aspects, right? I don't like the sit there's certain like, we have to be so proper and we have to do this. And it's like, well, who calls what one thing to be okay and one thing not to be, you know, like the bat, flip is, it, 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 the bat flip is like terrible. So the next time I see you, I can bean you. What? Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like what? What doesn't make any sense? I like the bat flip, but I do like the fact that it's looked down upon because when it does happen, it's like, Oh, this motherfucker just did it. <laughs> Anyways, it's, it's, it's like it's like a wrestling thing. Just like I like I I told my dad. I remember I was asking. I was like, like this is where I would be the the heel, right? I would have to be a taller player, but I would have been that guy who, if I hit a home run, I would just walk the bases. Yep. Who said you need to run? Because you, oh, you hit there's sometimes run. that shit happens though, right? You I'll just walk the bases, and somebody be so mad and be like, we, hey, because like, 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 what the like, yeah. I think that's what they the, the uh, baseball needs to do, right? They need to open it up. It's like okay, let more let more um, individuality come into the the game, right? And if it pisses people off, cool because it brings people in. There's gonna there's gonna be this dude who walks the base every time he hits the home run. Oh, bro! And then if you're gonna you get people players, mad, bro. And if, if you get them like mad, mm-hmm. but if you get mad, then it's like okay, let's gr- bring up this the heat on it and create a story because to me. That is the else? ultimate. Like, well, first of all, I, like, and I, I don't know if there's a rule in there that says you have to run, but like, it's kind of like, uh, like you hit a home run, you get to do whatever you want. You know, that's how it, it seems like in the sport. Like you, you know, like you just you just did something, so you have the as much time you want to run the, you know, get to home base. Yeah, that's true. So if, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, what, what do you want me to do? Like, like, like you can even choose. Technically, it's like. If I hit a home run, why do I even have to walk a whole bases? Why don't I just walk off? Like, like I, you don't you don't even worth my time to walk the bases, right? Because they, they, they follow the out. old code. They they follow an right. old code. That's why I think it's able to sustain its longevity because it's only now. I think this year they're actually starting to alter some of the rules, but only until now, since the beginning, it's been the same. And like then certain uh, things, they try to yeah, they just it's kind of been the same. So I think that kind of allowed it to continue to strive and i think to your point if you look at the new players coming out 
Is it the new they got, player? They got swag. They got, got swag. swag they got bro. Some attitude, right? They got no, swag. I'm and just attitude. saying, like Bryce Harper's like he's in his prime years right now, and he's been killing it. And they still hate on him. The media always hates on him. And it's like that's a guy that he don't give a fuck though no, either. At times. Yeah, but he's that's like, what, what do you I'm want saying. me to do? I've, I've been under the I've been under the thing since I was like 11 years old. Like and literally, that's why really baseball's bad. where it's at. Yeah, I think baseball looks the future looks bright at least in my eyes for the sport itself. And then I think there they just got to inject more hip hop. Now, now some of the, the biggest hip hop people are like these, these Dominicans that look black, like what? And I'm like, I'm going to flip the bat. Like those are the most disrespectful players, which I yeah. love. They were like, I'm going to flip the bat, you know? And then you have some redneck white dude, like I'm going to bane you. How dare you ever hey. do this to my, my sport and it's tarnished. It's, it's legacy. Yeah, that's Madison Bumgarner right there. Like, oh, I ride horses. Like, damn, yeah, I'm gonna ride a horse, and you're gonna ride this ball to your head, bink. Like, what? You know? But, like, yeah, I, I think they should once they inject more hip hop and stuff like that. Like, it's gonna blow up even more because that, like, like I, I was reading how they they lowered, like they they were like, okay, we're gonna put a timer on a pitch. Like, you have to pitch within a certain amount of seconds. Because pitchers used to go up there and sit all day and like, and so they speed up the game because some games were going way too long. Yeah, and they like whatever. So that was one way to improve, uh, you know, baseball. But it only makes it faster. But the true nature of the game is that. Okay, like, I didn't, I'm just gonna get my I didn't mode say improve, but it made it faster. Yeah. Yeah, but it's more for you know viewability. But that's I think to the original original point we were talking about is a lot of these sports started as this, you know, kind of like a more skill-based. If you had to make an argument for, you know, all the games uh, across the board, it was more skill-based. And then obviously the evolution of um, one, the sport itself, but also the actual athletes that have come into it and the businesses, these things have become ultimately those changes will be made to make sure that, you know, I think that the fan base either continues to grow and be able to cater the sport to, you know, more of the fan thing or to another lesser extent, maybe trying to push the story or the year, what we're going to do this year. Cause you know, rules change pretty frequently in certain sports, basketball, I know changes pretty frequently. Football changes a couple times a lot now. And I want to see how much baseball grows now that MLB, the show is going to be on the Xbox. I, yeah. And it sounds weird to say, but now that the only was only PlayStation, right? Mm-hmm. Now that it's geared, like, opening them up, because I'm like, ooh, it's going to the X- Xbox. Yeah. I might want to play the MLB, MLB The Show, because I heard how good that game was as a baseball game. Oh, I'm like, get go. back to it, because one of my favorite ones, even though it wasn't authentic to the game, one of my favorite was always Ken Griffey's baseball back ooh, on Nintendo. Ooh, see, there you go. I baseball is great, and I love I mean, and I love the pitching. But that, I mean, exactly. baseball is not basketball. Baseball is not basketball to me, right? Sure. Like it's not basketball to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Curry does is is, is art. You know what I'm sure. saying? I agree. But I also I also think that when I see like home runs create a fan to watch, right? Because that was another dude. He was from California, the one that plays for uh, Yankees, like six six. Um, today, yeah, he's Aaron he's, Judge. Aaron Judge, yeah. yeah. First of all, that's that's just a dope ass name. Fuck you know? yeah, for a baseball like, player. I judge the whack, you know, like and he just hit a home run. And something I don't know, he got injured and he hasn't been as he's always I don't been know. injured. He's injured every yeah. year, man. But when he was when when he wasn't, like he was just like hitting those home like home runs were brought it in, right? The steroids brought it in, right? Mm-hmm. And but one of the things is you bring the you bring the you bring the 
home runs to bring the fans in, but during the playoffs, when you get those pitchers that are just just l- sending lullabies, sleep mm-hmm. sleeping you to death with your pitching, yeah. that's a, that is I'm not gonna sit here and deny that's not that's a beautiful sight. I wonder the steroid area like was that. Were dudes taking stuff knowingly, or do you think that it was just kind of like, oh, this I is just shit I'm they, putting in my motherfucking? Nah, they up. they fucking knew. Come on now, they fucking knew. You're you're paid you're a paid athlete to 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 watch what you eat. People tell you what to eat. Maybe maybe out the the most thing I can say is maybe they they were just like, oh my my genosis says I should just take this, and I didn't know. I I, I don't. When, I did, think when they did this do, start think, though? When did when did this start? Like that kind of whole. Well, like, I mean, watch what you're well, eating. Te- well, when did that start? Uh, as as science went on more, I want to say in the nineties as this thing, and then now it's like it's literally like like you know you have well, everybody has like, a diet. Yeah. yeah, everybody has a diet, and everybody every diet's better than the next. You know, keto optimal diet performance, only, uh, optimal performance, yeah. erection hard on <laughs> diet. It's like oh okay, you know every diet, and as as we go in, yeah, there is a science to a lot of stuff. And some shit's just overblown, but I, I mean, steroids I think started with with the Oakland A's, I want to say, and probably before that. I'm a A's fan, you know, because Jose Canseco, Mark and McGuire, Brothers, Ricky Henderson, yeah, so, yeah, because Look at go back and look at Ricky Henderson's thighs, oh. like that motherfucker, Dennis Eckersley. Like, oh man, dude, like, that was the like, squad, son. Like they were saying that Rick, when you look at Ricky Henderson's like steals record, Jose it's Gallegos, unga- yeah, it's yeah. it's ungodly. On I think one twenty four maybe, which now yeah. the highest dude only averages maybe forty five steals. Yeah, you're like it's ungodly how many steals that he would he would like get. But to you your know? point, when you talk about evolution of a sport, baseball has definitely had their fair share of evolution. It's interesting to see that because, yeah, Ricky Henderson is a very interesting anomaly. Like there was a guy maybe as many as six, seven years ago now where he almost got to like eighty. Which was crazy, but Ricky Henderson did one twenty four, I think, or some crazy shit like that. I'm like, That's yeah, insane. I mean, there, there, yeah, there's some, there's like, and every so often, there's like this one player that just like, what is going on? They 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 twist the matrix and bend it the way that they want, right? Yeah. John there like fifty fifty homers naturally, I guess, from the Yankees. Uh, he did it one year. I don't know if he was with the Marlins, but he hit like fifty jacks. I was like, goddamn. And then another dude did it a couple years ago. I was like, holy shit. What fifty home runs on yeah. only or? 50 homers. Oh, that's a lot. And it's been, it hasn't been like that in quite a while. You would see it. Yeah, but I mean, while. like, but when we had the Mark Wire, was it in, in, oh, and, you like know, the 60s, bro. 70, 70, yeah, man, like, crazy. 60. Yeah, I think like Sammy 70 Sosa, McGuire. And, and then I think, I think, yeah, um, I think Barry Bonds was what, what 73 was his highest? 72. So, yeah, 73, I think. 72, 72, 73, right? Ooh. And you're like, yeah. And just like, but remember too, right? Like, Man, I wish he never got injured. Like Ken Griffey just did it so naturally. Now I don't know if he did steroids or not. They say but he, he did was it. such a, but he was such a like his swing was such a like unorthodox but natural home run hitting swing or something. You know yeah, how the the lefty, nice man. Like you, you just sit there like wow. yeah. I, like, I think they say I think they say more lefties are home run hitters. Because uh, like uh, he just had some crazy bat speed. Like it was crazy because he was the kid. Because he didn't even go to like like single A ball. He just went straight to the league, 
It was like yeah, he really did. Older. He played with his dad. Really like, I was like, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, he was a he was a he was like the pre LeBron. You know what I'm saying? The pre the pre Kobe's. You know, what people I'm saying? forget the hype on him was real, and his Nike shoes he, to this day are still probably top ten for me. Those are some. I mean, he was Nikes. still he was still considered one of the the dopest until dopest. like injury and, yeah. and and then you know like but, you know think about that team too. It's like you had a Rod and him. Yeah. Two so you would say motherfucking... he's Penny Hardaway of baseball. Ooh, Penny Hardaway. Um, yes, because I like Penny Hardaway and I fucking love Penny Hardaway. But there was a part of me that wanted to say Derrick Rose. Oh, even better. Yeah, I would say Derrick Rose because it was more short lived. Like, like Derrick Rose was was MVP, you know, and everybody uh... knew, like, oh my god, and then like, oh my god, he had it. You know, to the King Griffey and that and that that Marlins team. It's like when you look back, it's like they they literally had, I think, three players that changed the game in their own right. You know, yeah, I forgot the third player, but yeah, well, Ichiro, Ichiro, right? You had Ichiro in there that was like uh, at that time, like ridiculous. And then I can't think of well, I can't think of their pitcher that, you know, the um, Randy Johnson, Randy Johnson, right? Like big unit. They were they were they were stars in their own right, you know. But baseball, and, and, I mean, baseball probably rigged too. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how, but I could see they're the original ones. I could see that for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, a rod like uh, watch a <laughs> uh, rod man like a rod to me. He's just crap, bro. He's crap to me as far like he's a good player, but he's like so so shady and yet because he looks so innocent he gets away with his stuff man like literally there's there's a show there's just you sound like you know, you're talking about hollywood hulk hogan right now <laughs> yeah yeah like because because if it, yeah because like honestly i am because like hollywood hulk hogan like from my understanding wrestlers hate like he was the shadiest so like there was some people like they try to smile but it's like he would do whatever it was to get the fame and screw people over you know that's and there was a say. lot of people that didn't like him. They're like, I would, I really wanted to break his neck while you know wrestling him. Some people say it, but 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 like a Rod, you know. And there's this Netflix show, and I I don't know if it's called Hardball or Juice or whatever. It was a documentary of the guy who kind of like broke down the juicing scandal because he was like this oh, this dude started off yeah, at ten, yeah. right? And it, and it was like you're hearing how a Rod was like it's like that was like. After he said he didn't take steroids, then he got caught again. Oh yeah, I forget. But people you know? don't care. People don't care. <laughs> no, that's and that's the thing. Like that's what I'm starting to learn is like it's like people don't give a fuck. People only care when it's time to care. Now even that, it's hard pressed for people to care. I don't know what people care about, but most of the time people don't care about no, people shit. yeah of course not because this, this is why i say people don't care until it's time to care right no one fucking cared about r kelly fucking around with young ass <laughs> girls until it became time to care about r kelly fucking around with young ass girls that is that funny. Been going on for a long time oh, man. man no one cares until it's fucking time to care that's true do you have a good point there i i that is true. You no, know, like, ooh, like, oh, I, I can't believe all these stars have uh, sexually abused women, which is not a good thing. I'm not trying to downplay it, but it's like that shit's been going on in Hollywood for so long. Let alone like 
men dressing up as women and all that shit in Hollywood for so fucking long. True. But it was swept under the rug, you know? Maybe or it's drug like use and abuse, you know? It's main, mainstream now, yeah, culture that, now. Now it's mainstream culture, right? And it's just like, no one cares until it's time to care. Kind of like, uh, that's my statement now. That's just like, nobody wants to be a nigga. <laughs> you know, everybody want to be a nigga, but no one want to be a nigga. That's my statement. No one cares until it's time to care. And then all of a sudden, it's a deal. It's the same thing how I felt. Now you got me going. It's the same thing I felt about, like, like you know, Black Lives Matter in 2020 to a bunch of people who were white or whatever. Now they want to black out their Instagram like, oh, my gosh, how this travesty. Nigga, I've been telling you this shit for years, motherfuckers. I've been telling you this shit for years. I can't get in club because my teacher's too long. Get the fuck out of here. Now, now it's all like, oh, my God, I can't. I believe it. We all care. Okay, let's see how long that lasts. Same people who wouldn't let me get in the club. Now I'm trying to be like, we we down for all this stuff. You didn't even let me in the club, cause like because my, I, <laughs> somehow I didn't I didn't fit fit the proper. In my head, in my head, I see you walking up to the club and you're wearing like a, a Twista t-shirt. You know, when Twista used to wear down those knees, and you'd be like, "What? It's too big!" <laughs> like, like what? Like, hold on, this dude's wearing like a shirt that's too small. This is his little sister's shirt, and it's, uh, and it's like a flexion shirt. And that's okay. I can see his belly button. <laughs> yeah, what kind of shit is this? They can't get chicken with this shit. But no, man, that's that's how I feel. Like, you know, uncut raw. It's like, you know what? I've been seeing this bullshit for a while. Don't come at me with this, man. But then I think we are just watching a drama unfold in many different ways. I think this is just some weird television show that we actually live in. <laughs> like, fuck yeah, all the I TV mean, shit. Like, the shit that's re- really happening, <laughs> whatever we believe to be happening, that shit man, is a show, too. <laughs> it's art of war, bro. You use, you use people's vanity or whatever against them. You use their, oh. their strengths. You use their whatever strengths against them, right? That's what China and Russia's been doing. Like, manipulating your your, your own vanity and whatever, you know? Like, oh, I know, oh, you know what? I know how to push your buttons. And, and then you hide in plain sight with shit, right? Like, what is there to look for when you're standing right in front of you? Like, you, when you're, like, so consumed on, like, the underground stuff when it's just standing right in front of you. Ooh. you know? It's like, oh, shit, you know? I agree. I agree. You know, so strong it's like... Words, strong words. I agree. It's just been true. It's like the like the art of war. Like also, the art of war say like if somebody goes long, go short, right? But at the same time, we, one of the best things to do is to go is to use the people against themselves, their own thought, the thought process. Like, oh, okay, I know this person likes to do this, so I'm just gonna keep feeding the person what they want because that's all we want, right? We just want to, we want self assurance or whatever we believe and think, right? Mm-hmm. You know, acceptance. So when when somebody tells us how we feel. And regurgitate back to this. I'm like, oh, I feel good about myself. It feels good to know that I, I'm not the only one that feels this way. And, and that's how you sometimes get played, you know. And in all things in life, you know, mm. espionage, bro. Like, and it, it, it ain't that Metal Gear ain't Solid. That, it ain't that difficult sometimes, man. It ain't that difficult sometimes, you know. If you know that the American culture is easily tempted by social media and status and things that don't really I mean, to me at least, don't really amount to much. They keep feeding it to them, mm. you know. It's true. The machine is the culture machine here is interesting. I've been always thinking about what American culture is and trying to figure it out, and trying to just research that. And 
it's fascinating american culture itself when i look back at least in my lifetime and trying to figure out you know shit like that it's fascinating like before we go this is the last thing i want to say too like I i also think that people don't really want to think right they don't really want to think they want things to be easy right this is why nursery rhymes are are catchy this is why when when you watch movies most of the movies that are blockbusters have little story to it right they're like action-packed or whatever right people don't want to think because it's too hard to think outside of the box you have to use some muscles to think you just want to kind of coast that's my theory to things and don't get me wrong there's times where i want to like i should be reading more books no i'm gonna go jump on pornhub and see someone fuck the shit out of someone else you know and be like cool I didn't have to think about what I'm who I'm fucking tonight. It's my hand, you know. Oh man. <laughs> Which like before we go, what's your thoughts on on that? Like, for most people, I don't think they would they wouldn't think about things. Things are too difficult. I agree. I think uh, it's low frequency still. I don't think people. Yeah, I don't think really people really care. I mean, and it's interesting because then, you know, it, it is that uh, that Sun Tzu shit you're talking about. It's a fascinating way to approach. When you brought that up, I was like, yeah, that's interesting. And it's almost like art of war against your own mind. Because is it your eyes and your mind playing tricks on you when we're watching these things and how you perceive them? You know, some people, you know, unfortunately, you hear about people getting a fights just because of a team they affiliate themselves with. You're like, What? That's just a sporting team. That's not like your family. Like, what are you fighting over? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I mean, I think that's, and not to say that's its own intent, but it's interesting to figure out, you know, as we break down sports, trying to figure out what their purpose is and how they, you know, pander to people and how people react and how that becomes part of our, you know, American culture, I think is fascinating. Um, but people don't care until they want to care. <laughs> Yo, you're gonna take that on, man. You know, it's it's just true. It, to me, it's just true. It's like, okay, you don't care until it's time to care. Then it's then it's a deal, you know. And you know, it's like whoever yells loudest is like, oh, now it's time to listen. You know, that's true. Now and you got to go back in time and put that next to your senior uh, senior photo. <laughs> I know, which I was like, it, just like my favorite one is like, uh, fuck bitches, get money, but you like disregard women. Acquired currency. I've always like the best one I've seen was somebody put like disregard females, acquired currency. Like uh, <laughs> bruh. But uh, uh first of all, man, I love you, bruh. And then I also yeah, man, I I I agree with the low the low frequency and and you know yeah, like most people It ain't sky high, I'll tell you that. That's low frequency. It ain't sky high. Yeah, yeah, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, man, it ain't, man. You gotta live your life sky high, bro. Hey, I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for your time, brother. Uh, next week. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. All right, brother. All right. You look tired, bro.